from bureaus worldwide. This is CNA 938 World Report. I'm Jagruti Dave in Washington. We begin today with the latest on Afghanistan, where 20 years of U.S. military presence has now come to an end. Within the last 90 minutes, the final American military plane has departed from Kabul airport, almost 24 hours ahead of President Biden's August 31st deadline. But U.S. officials are refusing to say how many Afghans who helped international forces over the last 20 years are being left behind. And they're also refusing to answer questions about why security wasn't tightened at the Abbey Gate at Kabul airport last Thursday, ahead of the suicide bomb attack that killed 13 U.S. troops and as many as 200 Afghans. Our U.S. Bureau Chief Simon Marks reports. The end, when it came, was sudden. So sudden that the White House only told reporters a briefing was beginning at the Pentagon after Marine Corps General Kenneth McKenzie made this historic announcement on behalf of U.S. Central Command. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm here to announce the completion of our withdrawal from Afghanistan and the end of the military mission to evacuate American citizens, third country nationals, and vulnerable Afghans. The last C-17 lifted off from Hamad Karzai International Airport on August 30th this afternoon at 3.29 p.m. East Coast time. And the last manned aircraft is now clearing the airspace above Afghanistan. Almost 24 hours ahead of the president's arbitrarily selected deadline of August the 31st, for the first time in two decades, there are no U.S. troops nor any American diplomats in Afghanistan. And President Biden is poised when he speaks to the American public, possibly in a few hours' time, to tell people he has made good on the election pledge he made ended the war and brought troops home in time for the 20th anniversary of the September 11th al-Qaeda attacks on America that sparked the invasion of Afghanistan in the first place. The withdrawal, though, has been badly botched, and General McKenzie reflected on the awful events of the last few days. We have evacuated more than 6,000 U.S. civilians, which we believe represents the vast majority of those who wanted to leave at this time. It would be difficult to overestimate the number of unusual challenges and competing demands that our forces on the ground have successfully overcome. The threat to our forces, particularly from ISIS-K, was very real and tragically resulted in the loss of 13 service members and dozens of Afghan civilians. We greatly appreciate the contributions of the many coalition partners that stood with us on the ground at the Karzai International Airport. So now the questions. How many Americans have been left behind? How many thousands of Afghans who helped them have been left to the mercy of the Taliban and face the ultimate test? Will Kabul's new rulers agree to let them depart in the future as the Americans claim they've promised? At the White House, Press Secretary Jen Psaki earlier in the day was asked what her message would be for those people unable to board a flight out. Our commitment is enduring uh, to Afghan partners, to American citizens who may not have decided to leave. Uh, That is their right to determine when they want to leave. That commitment is enduring. Ahead, congressional investigations into how the military withdrawal could have been so badly implemented. Why was the Bagram Air Base abandoned last month when it was going to be needed to evacuate people? Why has the U.S. allowed $85 billion of U.S.-supplied weaponry to fall into Taliban hands? And how can President Biden assure Americans that 20 years on, Afghanistan is not what it was before, a haven where Islamist terrorists can operate with impunity? I'm Simon Marks in Washington. 